Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sean Connery is James Bond, Agent 007. Never say never again. My name is Bond. Oh, you're Mr. Bond. I believe I'm having you in half an hour. Oh, splendid. Your room or mine. Have you, Mr. Bond? You're marvelously well equipped. Thank you, James. So are you. Good to see you, Mr. Bond. Things have been awfully dull around here. I hope we're going to have some gratuitous sex and violence. I certainly hope so, too. Bunt. The game is over. Sean Connery is Ian Fleming's James Bond in Never Say Never Again. Hello and welcome to Smirsh Pod Royale, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. This week we'll be taking things a bit easier recuperating at a health farm, sunning ourselves in exotic places, and asking to be taken seriously as an action star, while somehow looking like a cast member from the Mikado. Yes, it's never say never again. And joining me to throw magic urine from elaborate jetpacks, and back by popular demand, is John Thompson. Hello. Hello, Hello. John. Hello again. I love that. The two Johns will return, and we're here. Yep. By popular demand. It reminds me of those... uh, those panto posters where they, they have, like, uh, the two Johns in the cast on the photo. Yeah. And it says, local favourites, because they've not been on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know those? Yeah. Back by popular demand. Yeah. The Fun Brothers. And you think, I've never heard of them. Hospital DJs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They'll be taking Nan's favourite requests before they go on stage. That's right. Yeah, she's about to have a leg amputated and here's, uh, <laughs> these boots were made for walking by Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> um, ah, so, we're back again. But this time we're, we're back on an unofficial capacity. because We are. Um, the non-canon bond. Never yeah. say never again. So, um, I, I, as you know, uh, we've been in touch since the success mm. of the last one. Mm. So, I thought it would be in my best interest to uh, go to eBay to purchase the DVD, which I don't own, obviously. I've got the big old... I've got the big silver box, the metal box with yes. them in, mm. uh, but it stops just before uh, Die Another Day, which is probably a good thing. Okay, a good thing um, yeah. It, yeah, and there's, a, there's, there's nothing beyond that. So it, since then, and particularly the Craig movies, I've bought on Blu-ray yeah. t- to own. Mm. Um, but uh, yes, I, this wasn't. I, I didn't possess this. Uh, I didn't have a tangible DVD. So I thought the reason why I bought it was for special features, and um, <laughs> unfortunately, all it, the only special feature was original theatrical trailer. Well, that is special. Yeah. Yeah. You said it it was ashamed of itself, didn't you? Because it didn't have any special features. So I I went for a route around YouTube and I found some very good stuff. So I've got some great background. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Some great connections. Some great... Oh, he's married to and she's... Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Because the only thing I found was that uh, Barry Norman interview with him at the time. Yes. That he's just... 
Yes, I didn't watch that, so I'm glad you've I'm glad you've you've done that that side of the research. Do you know it's like the best homework I've ever had this. Yeah. Because I realised school. The reason I didn't like school is mm. I was doing things I wasn't interested in. Yeah. And I think that's just simply if I'd just done something I liked. If uh, only Connery was your teacher. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. The dog ate your what? Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they were unofficial Bond film came out in 1983 and it went head to head. With Octopussy. With Octopussy, which yeah. is one of my least favourites, but not, not, not. I, I feel a bit ashamed of it because the, the serious Bond fan would severely disagree with me uh, on that. But that's another, that's another thing. Mm, but, but it I, went I, head to head. It went head to head. I'd agree with you. It's not the strongest, but it still beat this. So. I feel, as a, someone with a comedy background, I feel that uh, the comedy in it is just like, oh my God, what's this? What is this genre becoming? You know, mm. that's what I felt. But it did us. It did all right. The box office. Yeah. It pulled in fifty-five million. Yeah. Did better than this. Yeah. And that was the yeah. end of this failed experiment. It, yes. I'm oh t- no, no. This this pulled in fifty-five. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. No. Mm. This did. I know Octopussy beat it. Mm. It was far more popular. Mm. Uh, I think partly because of the release time. It was a summer release for. A for film that. where Roger Moore spends the last ten minutes dressed as a fucking clown. Absolutely. Someone Beat put this. a great meme on uh, <laughs> on Instagram and they went, who was Joker? Who played it best? Mm. And it was Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, uh, Jared Leto, mm. uh, Cesar Romero and uh, Roger Moore as yeah. a clown. And I thought, well, Roger all the way. All definitely. the way. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to be on his bad side. No, you wouldn't. Have you ever danced with the here. devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> Uh, but this film's talking of failed experiments it starts horribly with these little 007 logos Mm, heading to the screen and that song sounds like it's from softcore pornography yeah well that's Lani Hall yes now Lani Hall uh, in the music escape uh, Mm. is married to Herb Albert yeah and still is now I am a fan of jazz funk, uh, mm. and my, Michel Legrand, who, who did the soundtrack, is a jazzer. Uh, as was John Barry, the John Barry Seven. Yes, of course. But uh, I, I'm a fan of jazz funk, but I'm not a fan of Muzak, mm. and that's what this is. Well, this music's very more, heavy sax. It's more jazz mag than jazz funk. Oh, <laughs> it's just. I'd say it was trad jazz, not trad. Yeah, like tragic, tragic jazz. jazz, crying yeah. jazz. Crying jazz. Oh, God. It's just... And that's... Well, a bit of background on this. Why did it happen? And the reason was that the Ian Fleming, Kevin McClory and Jack Whittingham uh, collaborated on um, on Thunderball yes. as a screenplay. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it, it was too expensive, so they didn't make it. Yeah. And then uh, old Fleming went, right, I've got the... I've got some good plots here. I've mm-hmm. got uh, thanks for the, my collaborators, and wrote Thunderball and didn't credit them. Yeah, and then we're off to court, and uh, yeah, Kevin McClory was awarded damages and rights to the film, and yes. but he could only produce another version of the story ten years later. Mm. And the plan was to uh, call it James Bond of the Secret Service. Yes, uh, co-written with the spy author Len Dayton. Yeah. And Connery was asked to be a co-writer. Now, I think Con- Connery was asked to oversee the script at the beginning because it was a, a ruse to kind of get his interest, pique yeah, his interest. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the person that took over the movie uh, was a producer called Jack Schwartzman, mm. father of Jason Schwartzman, who's a right. front actor, husband. and husband yes. of Talia Shire, who is Adrian. Mm. Yo, Adrian. In Rocky, yeah. who is also... Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Yeah, it's just it's just layers within layers, isn't it? Layered upon layer upon layer upon layer, <gasps> and directed by Erwin Kirshner, yes. who who directed the the amazing Empire Strikes Back. That's right, and the not so good RoboCop two. No, not yeah. so good at all. No. Um. So we've th- this is a bit of kind of like behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. We've also got Steven Seagal as the fight coordinator on yes. it. Yes. Who's like apparently now uh, a, a major hashtag Me Too nightmare, mm. and uh, also broke Connery's wrist. Yes, in 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 a scene. I should say I'm not, not laughing great. about him being a sexual harassment. I'm laughing because I'm remembering how he looks these days. Well, he looks terrible, yeah. and apparently he's like a fake martial artist. He doesn't yeah. really 
he's kind of like a pretender to the throne. He doesn't really have a. He's not like Bruce or or Jackie. You know, it's like mm. I, I don't I don't. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I just I think he's a bit of a he's a, a bit of a chancer is what we call him. Isn't he it? is. Yeah, he slaps people and pushes them aside as they run at him. Yeah, That's one of those. Thing. And these days he makes films where he's a um, top sniper or top mercenary, and, and in the film he just sits down all the way through them. Yeah, that's yeah. like a, a bit, a bit like Brando, isn't it? With just yeah. his shot, his yes. head shot uh, in uh, Apocalypse Now, because he was such a unit, mm. he was ashamed. That's right. Yeah, he used to sometimes, sometimes come to set with no trousers just a, on, a floating head, just yes. a floating bald, <laughs> sweating head. Look what they've done to my body. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's probably my favourite film uh, documentary. Um, is, oh yeah, is, uh, Hearts of Darkness is yeah. unbelievable. When I saw that, I swallowed a bug. <laughs> It's one of the bugs, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry I've no more dialogue for you today. I've just decided on the <coughs> vast amount of money that I'm being paid. I'm sorry I've no more dialogue for you today. Because clearly you're making it up as you go along, you clown. Yeah. Oh, the joys of, of improvisation uh, on a million a day. That's Maybe right. one day, yeah. One day. I, I reckon it'll happen. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, John. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, now the, the opening... Uh, also, let's have a look. There's quite a few amazing things about this film. Mm. Is that uh, so? They will go through the cast now. Yeah. I, um, I think Connery's great in this. I think he does a great job. Yeah, I think he's great. He looks great. He's in far better shape than Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the health spa, he, he, he's quite happy to to get the top half out, and he looks in great. He looks great. Tanned. He's very too tanned for me, though. Oh, that's smart beta for you, though. Yeah. And he's got this weird grey makeup around his eyes. Yes, very. Eyelash dye. He's mm. had his eyelashes tinted, and he's, yeah. he's quite heavy on the eyeliner as well. Yes. The toupee at times is good, and at other times. Not so good. It's an Arthur Scargill comb over, really. <laughs> it's just not good it at all. It does look like it's... it would twang as it, as it came it, off. It does. It does come off. I like what you said, John. Mm. You were hoping that the special. Features on those. It was a 36-minute short on Sean's wig. Yes. On Sean's toupee. Yeah. Because I think it could have its own film, you know. Could. Well, Barry Norman asked him about it. And what did he say? He just said it's necessary for the part. You can't have James Bond with uh, a, a bald a, head. A bald head, yeah. Oh. Well, he carries a bald head very well, Sean, but uh, he's right. I think it, it... But I think it looks all right, but he's very heavily made up at times. Yeah. I mean, like... Like I mean, even blusher. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's full guy liner, manscara. Yeah. I don't know what the male equivalent of blusher is, um, um, but um, thrusher. <laughs> I don't know, but uh. but anyway, he look, he, he's in better shape mm. and looks far better than than, than he did in uh, Diamonds Are Forever. He's probably in better shape at this point than Roger is in Octopussy. I would imagine so. Yeah. I would imagine so. Um, we have uh, Kim Bassinger as Domino because we've got to remember that this is that the problem with this film was it had to stick to the plot of Thunderball mm. but the idea was what they were told is you could only write the dialogue that's in the book and, and the screenwriters went you, we can't do that it's, yeah. it's, it's impossible so they recruited this is my favourite yeah. bit of trivia about this film Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenet, yeah, who wrote The Lightning Lads and Porridge yeah and there's a Porridge now, joke in this is this, what did you, I didn't spot it. Go yeah, on. When she says, I'd like you to fill this beaker, and he says, what, from here? Of course. What, from here? That, is it from Porridge originally, I thought? Yeah. Right, brilliant. But better That's, with Bronnie Barker, got to be honest. That, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but it's, they're, they're interviewed on the on, on one of these little docks, mm. and um, they, they said it was very short on action, and they needed to write an opening, to, uh, you know, pre, pre-title sequence, mm. which is great. And uh, they had a stopwatch going through it. Really? Probably with, that was the idea. It was a ticking stopwatch mm. all the way through. Just that, mm. which is quite quite dramatic. I think you know. Yeah. I don't know whether I don't know whether it would have worked. Maybe with a bit of music, but it was just that was their idea. And he uh, and uh, what they did was <laughs> Warner Brothers decided in their infinite wisdom to sack that off and use Lani Hall's song. And they said, and that's how it is today. And they looked yeah. at each other and shook each other's heads, both shake heads and mm. go, and they use um, 
a jazz ballad uh, over yeah. a massive equen, uh, action sequence. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. No. In fact, there's quite a few bits of this film where people with oh, clearly way too much time on their hands have re-scored uh, the scenes. Oh, like good. the motorbike chase mm. on YouTube. So if you go on YouTube, there's quite a couple of there's, there's some quite good, and it works so much better with kind of Barry's or David Arnold's kind of score. They should have used Lazy Days and Crazy Nights. Yeah, oh, they should. What is is that? Mickey Disco. <laughs> I can't remember his name. It was a Mickey was Disco. Like... When it, could we, in the flavour of this film, I think uh, Mickey Disco with the, he's our he's Charlie with the big belly and the he looks a bit like something from. Uh, ELO. <laughs> um, Charles, Mickey Disco. I yeah, never yeah. realised he actually had a name. Oh, yeah, he's Mickey Disco. Oh. He's from Channel 9 News. Yeah, yeah Mickey Disco. He did he, he would have, he, he, yeah. Oh, he would have been perfect in this. He would have been perfect in it. He, I mean, singing, actually singing. Uh, it, you know, the, the, there's a, a quayside scene where, where there's some masked gentlemen in yes. uh, Nassau in the Bahamas. Yeah. Well, I think Mickey Disco should have broken out with uh, <laughs> Crazy Nights and Lazy Days. Oh, brilliant! Uh, no, but crazy days, crazy nights, and lazy days was um... crazy nights and lazy days. Of course, that's well, that's that's the, that the was, way of the party. Uh, that was one of someone on jazz club. Of crazy nights and lazy days, great, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we've got two top comedy writers writing. Uh, he used I get them again, though, didn't he? Yeah, he uses them on the rock. Did he? Yeah, I think he used to bring them in to polish that's up his a great scripts. film. Mm. I like that. I like that very much. That film. Yeah. 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 Um, now, uh, mm. Kim Bassinger, I, yeah. as I used to say, I, it's very interesting how people's surnames evolve in Hollywood because, yeah. uh, uh, I, for years she was Kim Bassinger and then she became Kim Basinger. Yeah. And um, I, I, I said, well, what's the next thing? Kim Basinger, <laughs> which sounds like an African actress, actually. It does. Um, Kim Basinger. Uh, but Cobra. it's like Susan Sarandon. It's Susan. Yeah. What, Susan Sarandon, mm. who makes this decision, and I'd love to know what the actress or the actor is actually happy with. Yeah, I guess we'll never know because they never. No, happy. it's one of those like you know, we'll never know. No, it's like me calling myself John Thompson suddenly, <laughs> and it's like people go what? And they go no, no, that's how you're, that's how you supposed to say it, John Thompson. Mm. It's very weird. Anyway, she's under you. She's excellent. Very young in it as well. Very twenties. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think she'd be a lot more attractive with an eyebrow pencil. Yeah. She's got blonde eyebrows and it kind of looks a little bit uh, uh, Bob Geldof in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like... I, I, I just feel... I mean, it might have been, been all right for the time. Yeah. Even a, a, a pencil-thin, you know, Pam Anderson yeah. might have looked better because she's so blonde, mm. naturally blonde, clearly. Uh, her cuffs and colours matching. Yes. Um, she, she's... Uh, I think she'd look so much more pretty if she'd a darker eyebrow. That's but that's looking from my that's my point of view. But I'm sure a lot of ladies would agree Coombs. with me. Pat Coombs, yeah, it's or, pa or Pamson Clement. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. She'd make a great villain. I tell you, Mike Reed would be a good Bond as Sir Connery in this as well. Yeah, he would, wouldn't he? That's yeah. a nice. That's a pairing, isn't it? That's a recast. Oh. Uh, Mike Reed as James <laughs> Bond and uh, and Pam St. Clement as as, as Domino. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. We can only wish. Oh. Uh, my favourite in this, of course, is Klaus Maria Brandauer, who oh. is a superb villain. It's I such love. A shame he's in this and not an official one because he's such a good villain. He's nuanced and mm. his little idiosyncrasies and his little yeah. ticks and his smiles and his. Are a joy as mm. for me personally as an actor. I just love all his little quirky little looks and winks and timing. It's mm. just a joy. He's clearly a nutter, and yes. that's what's great. That's what's great about it. Yes, Barbara Carreras as as Fatima Blush, absolutely great Amazing. as well. Yeah, really brilliant. And and was also uh, was nominated for a Golden Globe uh, mm. for the, for her part in this. I'm not surprised. She's brilliant. Yeah, she is brilliant. Uh, although, like I've said here, I'm a lover of the jazz funk. Like, mm. I mean, I, I like um, Metzaforte from Iceland. I'm a big fan of theirs, and mm. I like um, uh, Cassiopeia from Japan. I mean, they're a bit, they're a bit me. They go go a little bit music, uh, uh, music elevator. But this, no, Michel Legrand was a, a dreadful mistake. Mm. Uh, yeah, but this is the big one. Are you ready for this? Yeah. The writers. So that's Dick Clement, Ian Lefrenet, mm. and Len Dayton. Mm. And Sean Connery. 
were to reconvene on a film after this called Warhead. Yes. With Liam Neeson mm. as James Bond. Interesting, though, because he became an action hero. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got the script to Warhead somewhere. It's interesting. Have you? Yeah. Really interesting. Yep. So the film. Mm. We've done the background. I oh, can we talk about how nice Max bit. von Sydow also looks like Jack Hargreaves? Jack Hargreaves. Oh, yes. It, 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 it's a funny look, isn't it? It is. He's got a little... I don't know what he was going for. Freud? Goatee. Yeah, Freud, I Sig- think. Yeah. It's a bit Sigmund. Uh, Sigmund Freud with yeah. the cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's interesting, the shot of the skull, the, the stainless steel yeah. skull, silver skull. I think they want that, that to be a big Spectre. thing, but it's just not really. Well, we'll get to that, because there's a big thing about Spectre and uh, mm. Kevin McCrory late, as well, mm. uh, later. So Bond surveys a dilapidated embassy, yeah. uh, kind of Cuba, reminiscent Havana type, you know, mm. a South American kind of captured by terrorist time, kind of, you know, jungle... Uh, terror, um, what are they called? They all look like Fidel to Castro, all yeah. of them, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Every yeah. one of them. Every I mean, it's literally they've gone to wig creations and gone, give me, give me ten Fidel beards uh, <laughs> for the stuntmen. Yeah, and and that's it. Um, and they said it was an disused house uh, where they filmed. They saw it, and it, and Herman uh, Kirshen went. It didn't cost. It cost virtually nothing to shoot that opening sequence, and I thought. Crikey, what was your budget? You know what I mean? Uh, it's but it's screen. great. I think it's it's great. And uh, mm. we, we, you're not to know, a little bit Russia, a bit of, like Russia from, from Russia with love when we... Yes. When you think Connery's been killed. Yes. You think, oh, what's happened here? And uh, so it was originally supposed to be a ticking time, uh, stopwatch. Would have worked better. Just Would have worked now. miles better yeah. instead of cutting back to M's office. So there's a there's a use of a pea shooter, which I presume is Curare. Only be said, it got to be said as Roger Curare, <laughs> uh, which is the it's that kind of, the blow dart in the yes. neck uh, immobilizes the thing. There's a very strange overdubbed frisbee that serves no purpose except as a distraction. Distraction, I think that's it. Yeah. Yes, a silver frisbee that I thought was a was a, yeah he got like a, a UFO effect. <laughs> UFO effect on it. <laughs> and I thought, is this a mine? Are you right, John? You see yourself. I, I, okay. I had a cold last week. I'm just, I've just got a c- broken up cough. So oh, I'm apologies. Just, uh, I'm quite altruistic and I, I need to know that you're all right. I am fine. Thank okay, you. Okay, fine. All right. Good. I thought it was a landmine uh, that maybe you, that you mm. whizzed like a frisbee that, that could, well, it would just blow up on impact, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah. That's a silly idea, really. But uh, it serves no purpose other than a distraction and it goes. Which is a great sound. It's a brilliant sound. Uh, the, the, there's a very camp death from some somebody strangling, being strangled by a ladder. Yes. Which is a very kind of, you know, he, he was, he he was oh, picking up his bitch. part. <laughs> God, from God. He went, oh, you a broken nail. Um, uh, the pea shooter. But yeah. unfortunately, the song underscores... Never, oh. never say never again. It's horrible. Never. And it's been rescored this scene on on YouTube with proper Bond music. Good. It's great. It's, yeah, because that's miles better. The, the big elephant in the room in this is they can't use the Barry, or oh, sorry, the no. Monty Norman Bond score. Monty Norman stuff. Yeah, uh, but Connery looks in great shape, and he's he's he's, he's it's him. He's not doubled up, mm. and, uh, and uh, finally rescues the damsel in distress, only to be stabbed by it. Why? Mm. Because of that epic Bond failure, his weakness for women. Yeah. What's happened is she's had Stockholm syndrome. Mm. And she's become, uh, because she's a captive, uh, like Patty Hearst. Yes, exactly. They, she's, she's, she's turned to their ideals. and uh, Or like Electra King in The World Is Not Enough. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She's turned, she's a turncoat, and uh, he gets stabbed. And, she wanted uh, to be a yellow coat, but now she's a turncoat. She wants to be a yellow coat. <laughs> Miss Cathcart, she wants to be a yellow coat. <laughs> oh, brilliant, Peggy. Um there you go. That's an, that's another member of cast. So we've got Mike Reed and uh, Pam um, St. Clement and... and, and um, Sue Pollard. Sue, Rear Sue Pollard. of the Year winner, Sue Pollard. Did she win Rear of the Year? Many years running, I, I would is, say. Is that still going? Is I that, don't, is, I don't, I don't think they're allowed legit? to do it anymore. Maybe they do underground. Well, even if you do a man and a woman? I think they do it underground now. Like fight they do probably soles of the feet. Yeah, well, people are into weird. that though. No, aren't they? people are into that. Yeah, they are. But yeah. I would suggest that if Sue Pollard's winning your rear year, it's been a bad year for rears. 
Do you know it fascinates me? Uh, the, I, I'll have to I'll have to look that up now. But it used uh, to be a what, thing, what? didn't it? Every year. Yeah, it did be. Um, I think uh, friend, my friend Claire Sweeney, uh, she mm. won it one year, and I think um, men win it as well, don't they? Mm. I think Darren Day won it one year. I think you're right. It used to be this like, nice shot of them looking from behind coquettishly. Yeah, he- head over the shoulder, yeah. looking like a startled deer. In uh, oh, suits you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a, a startled doe in a forest, sir. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of that look, yeah. Um, yeah, no, but you're that's, right. That, that's, that competition's long gone. I was hoping, because mine's quite, right, mine's quite pucker. Mine's, mine's, mine's nice and tight. Well, and you I should get your agent to ask if you can get involved. Yeah, no. And I found a still recently from a job I did as a favour where I, I, I emerged from a boot bloodied and um, someone took stills on set. Yeah. And I, I have to say, John, I'll send it to you. I think I'm up for, I, I, I'm going to put myself forward for the next Bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, on this picture alone, it okay. is... Very good. Uh, it's great. It looks like a behind-the-scenes Bond shot, and I, I'm very taken with it. So I'm going to. I'm. I'm not big on social media, but I might. I might send it to you, and you can have a look and see what you think, and post oh, I'd, it. I'd be honoured. Right, I'll do that, and you yeah. will see. We'll see the vote on it, and yeah. um, if that's the case, I'll get down the gym tomorrow. I think you should. Interested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've only got a couple of stones to lose. I think you should wear your Mister Clutch uniform as well. Yeah, and then I'll wear. Then I'll definitely win Rear of the Year. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Forget the bond. Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Okay, so we discover that this isn't real. It's no. a it's a it's a war game. It's a training exercise, mm. an elaborate war game to test Bond's skills. And at one minute forty seven, he was killed. Not too shabby. Yeah. What do you think shabby. of Edward Fox's performance in this film? Dreadful. Awful. He's it's in a, his own film. He's in his own film, and it, it, every time he talks, it's like he's got a mouthful of sour Haribo. Well, I've got a here. Yes, I I watched that 007. It's like right. I will. I have. I'll tell you something brilliant. Yeah. John, the late lovely John Sessions, who I knew, described Edward Fox as the only actor with a bicep in his face. How brilliant is that? <laughs> that is amazing. And he did a very good... John Sessions did a very good, Edward. What is this you see? It's on... I don't know where. Because Connery's very underplayed. He's kind very of underplayed. And he's also it's got... brilliant. Ronald, Ronald, dear Ronnie Pickup there. Yes. Again, underplaying it. And Edward Fox is just like... Ronnie Pickup. Not, uh, not on dissimilar of uh, Peter Bowles uh, yeah. into, uh, to The Man of Born. Yes. Not dissimilar. Very similar. 
Monopickup looks a bit like Satan in this. He's got the goatee beard yes. in there. He's back, Satan. He's always speak. about, isn't he? He's, he's <laughs> him in his dark shadows and his. <laughs> it was it last time. It was it was uh, Jimmy Dean. He was Jimmy and Dean. Jimmy Dean, and then he then he, he swapped possession to uh, in, the, in the in the in the special features. To, Br- <coughs> to Bruce Glover. Bruce Glover looked like the devil, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Both resembling. There's, I think there's maybe a bit of Illuminati going on uh, <laughs> dark, behind all this. In many ways, Satan is recession-proof. You never, you never know. He's always about. But we mentioned that the Frisbee mm. could have been a landmine, and they mm. said to John Bond Connery, he went, You were killed, 007. He went, well, he, he went, uh, only the once over mm. the last two weeks or something. He was, no. You said you were killed on the beach by a landmine. Yeah. And he says, ah, I lost both legs but wasn't dead. Yeah. And he says, but, uh, yes, but, uh, and he says, but you were immobilized. Which is true. And he's, and this is where, uh, in a very long winded way of saying that Bond expresses his disappointment that he's only been in training and not getting active, uh, he's been training and not getting active in the field. Yeah. Because, because M doesn't really approve of the double O's. So he's just been having, doing training exercises. He's the new M, isn't he? Yeah. My now, pre- he, I'm not like my predecessor. Yes, when they're saying to Bond, all he's done is training. Well, mm. I think Bond should suggest he go back to Rada and do some training. <laughs> God, honestly, <laughs> it's just honestly, heightened isn't the word. No, it's I just it's... went. Well, why is there a director? But thing is, though, if you've got an American director and with people doing posh English, they'll mm. probably think that's the norm. Yeah, and it's just. That's why Connery looks so cool in all these things. I think so. Because he's very underplayed, just, you know, like that. And he's like, good God, double M7. It's like, ugh. Um, so, yeah. this is a kind of, there's a massive plot hole coming, but we'll get to it. But the, 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 he explains, now, at the time in 83, hmm. this is quite progressive, really, in the world of nutrition and health, because one of the reasons why he sends he said you need to go to a health spa and get he said you're too much white bread and too much red meat white bread and vodka martinis and he says oh well I'll cut that and this is proper uh, that's a sitcom joke this. it is definitely it's a brilliant Ian Lafrenet and Dick Clement he goes you're uh, too many free radicals caused by eating too much red meat white bread and vodka martinis and he went, well I shall cut out the white bread nice Nice. It's a line straight from porridge. Oh, cut out the white bread then, Mr. Mackay. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, so he sent to Shrublands yes. to rediscover his dietary choices and lifestyle. I always think Shrublands sounds like a nightclub in the, the Ewoks might have gone to. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah, it, yeah, because they, they like to party, don't they? Because oh, they have a yeah. bit of a, sh- a shindig at the end of... Really? At the end of... A yub nub, brilliant. I, yeah. I love that at the end of Return of Jedi. It's a teddy bear rave. Yeah, it is a teddy bear rave. It's great. I like the way you said Return Jedi. Like Return to Jedi. Return at Jedi. I'm going to go watch Return Jedi. Return at Jedi, yeah. Have you ever noticed that Ewoks, their eyes are made of minstrels? That is true. <laughs> it's true, isn't true. it? The little, the little minstrel. Edible eyes. Wait till you see their dung. Oh, I wouldn't want to. I would imagine it's quite potent like a fox's. <laughs> Um, uh, so, yes, he goes to Shrublands now. Yeah. He gets there and he's met. Now, what? Not on two, two bits of trivia here. Oh, yeah. One of my favourite character actors, yep. Derek Deadman. Derek Deadman. Who plays Benson in uh, uh, Time Bandits. And, and Ringo in Never the Twain. Is he Ringo in. Yes. Yeah. And he, he's got that card of. He talks, uh, you know, he's got a bit of an over underbite. Lovely to have you back, Mr. Bond. Yeah. yeah. And he's driving a Bentley, which, yeah. of course. Though the purists know is what James Bond drove yes. in the books, not an Aston Martin. And the first two Bond films, he drives a Bentley. Yes, he yes. does. And the Walther, uh, there's something about the the gun as well. It jams, doesn't it? And he swaps it. Yes, he's he's got a Beretta. That's right, and he jams, so he swaps PPK. it for a Walther PPK. Yeah. But Derry Tedman, yeah, he's yeah. the one that says, "What about slugs?" When uh, the <laughs> in, 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 in the being Ooh, says. Bolster. Thank you, boss. This is oh no, Benson's the other one that's wrapped in polythene, isn't he? He gets turned he went, for into no a dog. particular reason. I shall turn you into a dog. <laughs> yes, I love that film. Oh, it's such a great film. It's got Connery in so, it. It's got Sean in it and yeah. Alexander the Great, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so I like, I'm a big fan of Derek's because he's got one of them faces. You go, oh, he mm. used to be in everything. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and it looks very much to me 
when the Bentley arrives, like Stoke Park. Mm. I think it's Stoke Park where the, they shot Goldfinger. It's it just still like there. It. Yeah. it looks very much like it, and it's still there. It's just outside of Windsor. And we get a bit of a metaphor about Bond here, don't we, with the car, where he says they don't with make the them like that anymore. And then Bond says it's old, but it still does the job. Yeah, he's mayor, exactly. And yeah. that's it. well, it's double-edged, double-edged, that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he looks at it sort of lovingly, like, I'm yeah. talking about me. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, and he looks right narcissist. down the barrel of the camera and says, I'm talking about me, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's me. I'm talking about another fucking car. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, he's in great... But then we cut to him and he's uh, he's stripped to the waist and he's mm. clearly in great shape. Uh, mm. he's, been, he's, he's worked out... He's, you know, he looks in fine fettle. Uh, there's occasional uh, glimpse of a tattoo from his actual naval days. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's not uh, much. Sometimes they're covered up. Sometimes they're yes, not. Yes. Sometimes they just don't bother. Yeah. Um, and the recommended uh, the the recommended thing is a uh, irrigation, colonic mm. irrigation, and parsley tea. Yeah. Parsley tea. Parsley tea doesn't sound like. It sounds to me like a made-up thing. Go, oh, parsley tea. That'll do. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think there's really, a lot of. I've not heard that. I've been to a few health spas, actually, John. Mm. Uh, it's never been on the menu, parsley tea. Ever. Was everyone obsessed with colonic things? Uh, I've had a colonic once. My ex-wife got it me. It was a birthday party. Um, oh. A birthday present. A birthday party. I should have known the manager was on the way out but, uh, <laughs> from that particular gift, shouldn't I? Um, particularly my own village, where I could see that nurse again. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Wasn't wasn't too bad, but the tube's clear, and I saw a kidney bean go down it, and that really shook me. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, Especially because you don't eat them. <laughs> I don't remember eating that. <laughs> it was from 1974. That's the worst thing. Um, yeah, the, uh, it was an right, antique right? kidney bean lodged mm. in in my colon. Oh, but this is um, this is one of those things, isn't it? Because you mentioned how in 1983. This was all kind of new stuff. So everybody yes, in this to play Jane along Fonda's with that joke. workout and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, Everyone in the, every doctor in this is like, oh, well, you should have a colonic. Oh, yes. let's give you a colonic. And it's like, ha, 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 health spas. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, so then, the, as you've already said, the nurse requires a urine sample. And he went, what, from here? Yeah. Uh, which is from, yeah, from porridge. Yeah, and, and they just... hang on it and it makes the joke die. And wilt in the air. It does. What yeah. you need is off camera. Oh, Matron, no! Really loud. Yeah. But you don't see him. It's a vocal cameo. Yeah. That would be amazing. Meanwhile, mm. Fatima oh. Blush goes to the safety deposit boxes. Yes. Which is a nice little, uh, very expensive set. Very For expensive, a, yeah. such a short uh, shot. Yes. Well, you think she's actually gone in the basement of a bank to pull mm. some out of a box, and we—it's mm. a secret chamber. Mm. She's looking she's... like a pheasant that's been run over by Peter Stringfellow. Unbelievable! There's there's every kind of every kind of animal hanging off her mm. there, isn't there? It's like a furrier's dream and Petter's nightmare. Yes. Oh, beautiful I lady. Don't, you won't you wouldn't get away from, with that these days unless it was faux fur. And uh, some faux fur is amazing. My mum used to say, you can tell it's real if you blow on it and it separates. Mm. And, and you can do that with faux fur now. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I suppose it's good shorthand, though, if you were to do it these days, to say that this person is not very nice. Uh, that's true, mm. isn't it? She yeah. had each one individually selected and killed in front yeah. of her and yeah. skinned. That's probably what she did. That's probably what she did. Is it because my, my grandma left me a mink stole? You know, the one with the face and the paws on? Oh, yeah. I couldn't shift it for love and the money. Mm. Uh, uh, so I gave it to the wardrobe department, the Royal Exchange, and they were very grateful for it. Oh, Even cool. though it may have died of natural causes. It might have had a heart attack. Might have just passed. You know, might have been run over by a truck. Yeah, or it might have seen its husband having it off with his their best friend. Yeah. And had a heart attack. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah, heartbreak in the in the mink world. It's it's too much, isn't it? Really? It's just too much, apparently. So yeah, she's scanned yeah. up and down in, 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 with her coat on, and uh, the, the the down the stairs she comes, and mm. there's a there's there's a skull there with uh, rabbit like teeth, a yes. top set and bottom set right in the middle, mm. but the back set a little bit horsey. In fact, you could put a, a bit in it, couldn't you? Yeah. 
Uh, we we see the, the the significance of that score later, but it's kind of a, it's an establisher, isn't mm. it? Yeah. He, here lies evil. Yes. And the Silver School means Spectre, which yeah. is the special executive for counterterrorism, extortion, and revenge. Yeah. Which Kevin McClory, who claimed who co-wrote Thunderball, claims he invented that. That's right. Yeah, and there's still trouble. I don't know if he's still alive, is he? No, he's dead now, and that's why they were able to make the film Spectre. Right, I see. Because he claims he invented that. He He did, and that's why there's that bit in um, For Your Eyes Only where they drop a Blofeld clone down a chimney. Down the chimney. To say, up yours, Kevin McClory, we're not going to use Spectre anymore. I see. Yeah. It's like the old game, Haunted House, which I I got for Christmas. It's now called Ghost Castle. Ah. And I always thought of that scene in Fury's Only because there was a card you played and it was more witches and you drop a marble down the chimney mm. and it rolls out of various sections on the board game and it knocks the player over and you have to start again. Uh-huh. Simple, you know, happy days, you know, board games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the lines, were, one of the cards that you played was Dirty Gertie drops it down the chimney. <laughs> and she was a witch, right? That and that like was one of the cards in the game. Dirty Gertie <laughs> drops it down the chimney. Yeah. And... Um, I always think of Blofeld. When I, I will now. Think of that, Dirty Gertie. Because she had a delicatessen in stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And used to cook meat with a skull with just rabbit teeth. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the secret chamber. So the white cat can only mean one thing. It's another incarnation. Yeah. Of Blofeld. And, and I would, Stavro. I, I'd say the worst. No, just like a... a, a no threat whatsoever. No threat, no fear. Um, uh, and it's Max von Sydow. So you'd think when you when, when you were casting this, you'd be like, Max von Sydow, Blofeld, done. Brilliant. Fantastic. But he just sits there like a little, like he's Phone. on Gardener's World. Phoned in. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot in. of that, didn't he? It's just like, mm. it's mad. He's only just passed away, you know. Yeah. Everyone thought he was dead old because of the exorcist, because he had the aging makeup in that. And they yes. thought he was a an old man, because it was very good to make him in that. Very good. And everyone thought, oh my God, he's an old man. He wasn't, though. Mm. And then it kind of stuck with him, that that role. Mm. And, um, and he did a lot of baddie roles, and quite often phoned them in. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't, the, I agree, it's a rotten blowfield, this, yeah. but it's because of the film, it's kind of, you know, it adds a bit of kudos. Oh, I think, so I he doesn't have anything to do, does he, really? Not really. No, no. It's, it, it's, uh, it's all passed on to... Uh, to Largo, who is a much better, played, of course, by uh, uh, Class Maria Brandau. Class Maria Brandau with yeah. a, a girl's name in the middle. Yeah, which is progressive, isn't it? It is progressive. Well, yes, him. quite cool for him, you know. Yeah. Um, he also yeah, wears those kind of sunglasses that people in the eighties did, where they look they're a bit dodgy. Foster Grants. Yeah, you wouldn't let yeah, him near those. your kids. You'd like you'd be, get them at a garage service station. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You go, oh, they're nice. Yeah. And then you put them on and you look in the, the wing mirror and go, oh, what a mistake. Yeah. They're not going to let me really, in the village fate no, with these on. No way. Um, so, uh, yeah. And he reveals at this point that mm. uh, the, the mission, the, yes. the, 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 the uh, Spectre mission is called Allah's Tears. Yeah. Um, controversial, really. Yeah. Uh, um, but we'll get to that. But um, it does look like because he appears on telly, it does look like he's going to say Germany nilpois. Yeah, exactly. Although, <laughs> well, so, so thank you for this award. I'm sorry I can't be there at the moment, but uh, it's very kind of you. You know, I'd like to thank the Academy, and it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, I'm filming Jaws: The Revenge. Yeah, <laughs> so I can't be there today. I oh, sure I can't be there. Um. <laughs> I've sent a Native American to receive my award instead because I don't really like awards. She's dressed like a bloody shark. <laughs> and then um, yep. we discover Captain Jack. Yes. Looks like an actor that I couldn't find. Like a character that always plays RF, kind of big here or, you know, mm. jiggers, you know. Do you know what I realised only recently, John, was the, m- they all have moustaches yes. in the RAF. Mm. I think it's to represent the wings. Do you the, think? Each side of the... Ba- if you look at the badge, yeah, yeah, 
There's a wing and a wing either side with, his, with the, the target in the middle. Mm. And I think that the moustaches look just like the badge. I think it was that kind of... Because they're always the RF men. They always yeah. have a cracking moustache. Mm, yes. So, yes. So we, we've got Jack and his name is... It has to be... Uh, it's odd because it sounds like Hitachi. Yeah. It's... And he's clearly not Japanese or Chinese. No, it's Patachi. Patachi. Um, Jack Patachi. Jack Patachi. Played it's, by it's Gavin O'Herley. Herley. It's, it's very important that we have a uh, significant... Um, uh, it's quite clear why his name is so um, unique, distinctive. Because yes. it's, there's a callback later and they go, who's that? And that's Domino. And they go, oh, Domino who? And they go, Domino Patachi. And they mm. go, if she'd been called Domino Brown, they'd have gone, all oh, right, all right. She's yeah. nice. She's a good dancer, yeah? Yeah. That's it. It would have been... <laughs> It's just, it would have been passed away, wouldn't it? And then, well, just a minute, did you say Patachi? That was kind of mm, oh. slightly, slightly, I don't, a bit pedestrian writing, I feel, sometimes. That was kind of... But Jack's Gavin O'Herlihy, who passed away not long ago, he was keen Superman fans, well known as Brad and Superman 3. Okay. And he's also in a couple of other things. But his dad was Dan O'Herrell. He was the old man in Robocop. Ah. Dick, I'm very disappointed. That one. Okay. Uh, I liked The him. original Robocop. The, the original one, the Robocop. Van, the Verho uh, uh, the Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Very violent. Mm. I've seen the original. It's shockingly. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. Very violent. Really violent. Probably, yeah, but it's weird that the Americans, because I'll get to that on this, but mm. there's the American version, you, you can leave everything in. Mm. So our certification board's clearly a lot softer. Oh, yeah. And we go, no, 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 can't have that, no, 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 no. In those days, uh, especially with all the video nasties. Yes, of course, which I, 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 I've seen many of, because it was a bit of a badge of honour to watch those. Yeah. Uh, I've seen quite a few. That's another episode entirely, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so um, J Jack Patachi, he's coming in, he's got, he's got an eye patch on. Or he a bandage over his eye. That's right. Like his He's got a bandage. Um, I've just slightly lost my way. Here he is, yes. Mm. And um, I've done a lot of notes here, John. No, it's fine. You catch up. It's what editing oh, yeah, is It's because of the... Uh, Derek Dedman, we've done him, haven't we? There we go. Oh, there we go. oh yes, yes, yes. There we go. Yeah, now... I find someone for someone who's in recovery. Um, yeah. I do find it very, very. Uh, I find I find the the story here a little odd hmm. that it, they've made him a heroin addict. Yes. To betray Queen and country, uh, in fact, bitch, and and put the entire world at risk of a nuclear war. Yes. For a bit of brown. But he is American. Do you think that makes a difference? Yeah, I think it does. I think he's not so. I yeah. see. So it's because he's a Yank, he's a bit more easily led. I think that's what they're trying to John. say, yeah. But it just British... Oh, no, I'm not doing no, that. I, I mean, I, I'm going to rehab. Yes. Go, get me to the Priory. I'm not betraying my my queen and country. I see. So he's an easily led smackhead yes. from America. I yes. get you. And, I and see. they fitted him, as we find out later, with the eye of the president. <laughs> yeah, he's very... Blue eyes, doesn't he? That president, yes. unbelievable. It Very looks incredible. I mean, I mean, I know that Christopher Lee in, uh, in Dracula struggled really with the, mm. those old contact lenses, hard yes. ones. They go over your eye, mm. and to be honest, that one looks very, very uncomfortable for him. Yeah, as there's a point where he wipes it, and there's all drool in his eye, and it looks, it looks like he couldn't have had it in for long. <gasps> no. A bit like Jaws' teeth. He said he, he Richard Keel said he always felt sick after a bit. Yeah, it was like having when you have an X-ray at the dentist, but all the time. All the time, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess they're trying to say because Ronald Reagan had blue eyes, didn't he? So he's, I guess he's trying to be Ronald Reagan. Yeah, there's a funny picture of Reagan in the submarine later on the wall. It looks yeah, like a caricature. Right. It's very strange. I noticed that. Just a flag up on an American. Yeah, it was like props have got art department gone. Well, it doesn't look very American. They went, oh, put a picture of Ronald Reagan there. It's a bit of a blank Everyone could do a Reagan impression in the 80s, couldn't they? Yes, it was, uh, what is his name? Well, um, Frankie goes, so it was um, Chris Barry. Chris he had it Barry. Cleaned. He, Chris had it cleaned up. He was Which amazing. was just to say, Will, at the start of every sentence. Will, 
Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> and making more and more scene as time went on. Yeah. Because it was, and then we we had a chimp on spitting image because he did that that show, didn't he? Uh, with oh, yeah. a, a uh, chimpanzee, bringing up Bo baby. No, bringing bringing up bozo or bro something like uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast for bozo. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Better than leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Which I've always smirked about. Yeah, which is that's a real one, isn't it? Odd, isn't it? Yeah, it's a totally legitimate family show. That. Yeah. For those of you that don't know. Never came over here though, did it? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Because they had really. to change it to give it to Fanny or something. <laughs> oh. um, Bond bumps into one of the nurses. Oh yeah, Miss Miss. I found out she's Nurse Fearing. Yes. Yeah, and I thought, hang on a minute, this is Wincy Willis. Looks like the novelty jumper-wearing Tory from <laughs> Treasure Hunt. <laughs> and it, I thought, no, she's not really got any acting chops. She's a presenter, and uh, she's still about. She's still voting Tory and still wearing novelty jumpers. For those that we need to know. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, not good for anyone was, else. What, what tickles you fancy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and she's actually was in Corrie for a bit, you know? Wincy Willis or this woman? No, this one. Oh, Prinella right, G. Right. Prinella G. She was in Corrie for a while, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. She's only it's, in this for a little bit, though. She is, yeah. And then and there's a nice little cut scene to... Uh, they appear to be in the, in the throes of flagrante delicto... Uh, <laughs> Sex and yes. it's a bit of a bit of a um, manipulative um, osteopath work, isn't yeah. it? Manipulation. She's working back, his back. Backing. Yeah, yeah. And, At least um, I think that's what she's doing. Well, yeah, but yeah. she there's a nice callback here because she says that he's got something in his uh, upper. Oh, I've written it for later, hmm. but Connery uses it. He remembers it. This is the good writing. Hmm. He remembers a, an ailment that she said. Oh, you seem to have some tr trouble in your upper. Um, vertebrae and it connery's clearly remembered this and it comes in later and i thought well that's a nice callback that yeah. he's used yeah um then we got uh, he, the the uh, the smoke the heroin um addict uh, raf pilot mm. the rogue american pilot um he's having a clearly flag. yeah well, well it's a bit of nicotine because he's not got the threat he's not got any morphine has he no so he's making it's a health spa as well you thought the smoke alarms would be finely tuned wouldn't you, you really would. you would is it, yeah. My one of my favourite bits coming here. Yeah. I thought laptops were they a thing in '83? Because mm. I think he's looking in a briefcase. Yes. And it's got a flap to it, and I thought, oh, I don't seem to, in '83 were laptops around. I'm trying to think, and I thought, no, not really. Yeah, I don't think so. And then the nurse, as you know, I'm a big foodie. Uh, uh, she brings in the uh, the evening meal. Which is lentil delight, mm -hmm. dandelion salad Ugh. with goat's cheese, mm. and as a treat that's not mentioned, an apple. Mm. So that'll lend some sweetness to the stringency of the goat's cheese, I would imagine. However, mm. was it a laptop? No. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar it wasn't. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. Mm. It's only... A briefcase filled with luxury items that James Bond enjoys, plus a few, uh, a few questionable that on close inspection from the foodie here. Uh, he says we have uh, beluga caviar, mm. quail's eggs, and foie gras, mm. and he gives her a little bit. Now, on close inspection, he also has patum paperum, which is very cheap, and um, <laughs> is anchovy butter for toast. Gentleman's relish. Mm. Um, there's a very obvious product placement, like just literally chucked on the top of absolute vodka. Yes, yes. That's like because someone's gone. Hang on, we can get a few quid off them. Mm. Just throw that in. Put that in there. Put mm. that in there. But Move my the favourite is is the top of a of a, a jar of Bon Maman strawberry jam. Nice. <laughs> you know the nice uh, gingham material mm. that comes on those. That's in there as well. Yeah. I didn't know what it went with. It didn't really go with anything in there. But I also like how the quail's eggs are in a little plastic tub like you get used to get eggs from the supermarket, but they're small yeah. quail's egg ones. Yeah, it's you know, I mean there's some there's a few uh there's a few curveballs in that in that box. I mean mm. I don't know if he had there's a there's a there's a salmon version of pattern preparum as well, but I don't I didn't spot that but so. have you ever had it? It's I've not, no. It's very it's very fishy, very strong. But mm. it's very nice. I'm not really a fish guy. 
Oh, you're not. Okay. No. no. Do you like caviar? I've never had it. Oh, I love it. Uh, do I've, you? Had it. I've had the prop. I've had the real deal as well. It's very nice. Where yeah. did you have that? Yeah. The Ritz. I had it in the Fortnum and Mason hamper. Oh. When I had when I had a few quid back in the day, hmm. I decided to because I'd heard so much about it. It's in Bond as well, you know, Fortnum's and Royal mm. Appointment. I decided to at one Christmas treat my entire family to hampers, hmm. including myself. Hmm. And my mum wept on the phone and she went, it took three men to bring it in. Oh. And I bought them the Windsor. Nice. Yeah, which was what they probably the Royals get, you know. Probably is, after the name. And I just thought, yeah, go on. And my mum went next year, she went, oh, I couldn't get through it. No perishables, love. <laughs> <laughs> That's such no a mum comment. It's a, whole, it's a whole leg of ham, York ham in there. <laughs> and there's only two of them. Bless them. It's not like some massive... You know, the royal family aren't quite large. I mean, <laughs> they? Bless they they'd have been still at it till Easter. Yeah. Um, was that we just digress. after the Men Behaving Badly Christmas special? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. Was that the one with the karaoke? That was a very odd... There was one where... I watched it recently because they all came on Netflix where it's a normal episode but then it cuts to these musical numbers where everyone just keeps falling over. I think it's that one. It's karaoke night in the crown. Uh, oh, it might be. I it's can't quite remember. good. It's quite a funny app. It had white hair at one point. You that? did have white hair at one yeah, point. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. What was that about? Just fancy doing it. Mm, fair enough. Just thought, wonder what I look like, and I just decided it will do for Ken. Yeah. That's my excuse anyway. Yeah. It was something. That I went to Mauritius, and it went very blonde. Mm. And I thought, oh, I'll go blonder. And then it's a regret actually. Yeah, more sure. Than it. Yeah. Sorry to bring it up. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not near the tears. You're all right. John. <laughs> Meanwhile, Captain yes. Jack goes cold turkey, and Fatima threatens Jack with potential harm to his sister Domino. Yes. So we've got that. That we've because another one is Domino is uh, an unusual name, as you know, and mm. Domino Patachi, well, double whammy. Mm. And then she gives him a right crack. Yeah, it, they, that's they real. Start doing an episode of Bottom. It, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she really cracks him, mm. and he's gone. Like I do, if I've got a scene where I, a woman has to slap me yeah. and a stuntman with a, a James Bond gillet turns up for that, just mm. for that, and says, do you need knee pads? <laughs> and I go, well, no, not really. It's just slapping me across the face. Um, it's kind of like you, they have to come, don't they, when there's any kind of fight scene. Yeah. It's just a slap. Any actor worth his salt will say to the actress, wallop me, mm. and let's just hope it's one. And we, you've got a director that's one take. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it looks great. No stagecraft. I did yeah. Father Brown recently. Yeah. And got punched in the face uh, 12 inches away. And I saw it and went, oh, my God. Why did they use that? Why mm. did they? It was really bad. It didn't make contact at all. It was mm. quite a big space. But it's daytime. Maybe that's the rule of the beep. Yeah. Daytime, you've got to pretend. Yeah. And you've got to see that it's pretend. You don't want to give people ideas. No, it's I don't think you can take a real crack on in on daytime TV. They used to have Junior Kickstart on, and every, everybody would be riding their bikes around the house. <laughs> was your school ever picked for We Are the Champions? No, so you could go in the pool. No, no. Well, ours wasn't. I mean, in hindsight, it was probably it. a good thing. Yeah, but the reason why is we didn't have a pool. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To lie in puddles and smile <laughs> with a rubber ring, <laughs> <laughs> laughing. In, in um, hindsight, that's probably not a good program to have on telly, was it? No, not really. It was, no. it was a lot of envy created from that show. Yeah, and also it was wasn't it hosted by Stuart Hall? Ron Pickering. Ah, uh, it was Ron Pickering. Stuart Hall did the uh, narration. I though, think he did the voice. Yeah, yeah, he was he was one for novelty uh, uh, novelty sports events, wasn't he? Yeah. Still, I bet the prison sports day for a few years running had a good uh, good commentary. Good commentary. <laughs> Yeah, when he's not uh, in a, in my local Aldi at eight a.m. Is he? Yeah, I did see him. It was a bit unnerving. He had a, someone with him. Was he it? was very sort of he was uh, projecting very loudly, so everyone looked round and oh, I thought, Ooh. keep it down, keep it down, mate. You big rogan. He's living in the past, <laughs> you nonce. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> he's clearly living in the past. And Bring here comes days. the razors mm -hmm. um, from the East Wing. Um, the, the, this is where hmm. we see the, the large blue eye. Yes. Oh, Sean, yeah, now there's a bit of... She, she gives him a crack and Sean's alerted. Yes. Leaves the sleeping nurse, leaves Wincy Willis sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and and goes and has a little bit mooch about. Now, here's the plot hole. 
Wow, what a coincidence that Sean's been sent to Shrublands mm. at the same time that uh, a, a, a prospective world domination uh, via nuclear missile robbery yeah. is, 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 is afoot. And the fairies are here. Yeah, but then that's that's in the original story too. I don't think they can help that, can they? It's a bit like murder, no. she wrote, always turning up when there's a murder. Yeah, I suppose so. You're right. Yeah. It's like living in uh, Midsummer, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. God, I wish I lived in Midsummer. I did it recently. I really enjoyed it. You know, it was did on my you? Bucket list jobs. Yeah, yeah, I really oh. enjoyed it. I'm a recent convert because I never used to watch it and I've really got into it via Britbox. And... Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Murder rates in that town, though, must be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, there's one a week. Oh, at least. Yeah. I think there were four on my app. Bloody hell. It's great. When you get the script, you think, oh, is it me? Am I the killer? Or, mm. you know, you either want to be a red... There's three things you want to be. You want to be a killer, mm -hmm. killed, mm. or a red herring. But not set dressing. Obviously, you, you know can't I mean? reveal which you were. Because I'm guessing it hasn't gone out yet. It's been out, yeah. Oh, it has it been has. out. It has oh. been out, yeah. So what were you? I was a red herring. Oh, good. Yeah, I was. So you just had to be shifty all the time. Yeah, a little bit kind of like always prowling. Um, mm. uh, a lot of a uh, lot of the uh, door lintel work, you know, <laughs> a lot of that. Like, like uh, two hands on a door lintel poking me nose in. <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, creeping about, acting, prowling. Love it. Love I think. it. Yeah, a bit of prowling going on. I loved it. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. So Sean goes to investigate the noise. And he does, he does what everyone would do, which is to stand directly outside the window looking in. Yeah, casting a shadow, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> that they don't see. No. And then the sh the, the roller blind goes, up, and he goes, ah! And he's standing and right there like Christopher he... Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it's night time, and he doesn't yeah. turn to dust. Yeah. And just a ring. And the, the... <laughs> I love that shot. Yeah. Of, uh, any vampire film of yeah. a pile of dust with a single ring with a giant D on it for Dracula. Yeah. And, and they did that in Flash Gordon as away. well, didn't they? With did Max von Sydow's. Oh, I'd love that. He disappears. I, I used to do it in pubs when I, I'd had a few. I used to mm. put it, a, a ring in the ashtray, <laughs> take the but, take the butts out and blow it and go, what film's this? And they go, what, we're Dracula? And they go, hey. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh. So, yeah, Sean's seen, so he, he buggers off. And then Fatma, yeah. Fatma Blush she, she, looks through her special he, night vision goggle. Yeah, she's got some tasty binoculars with a bit of an infrared on, hasn't she? Mm -hmm. She sees him skulking in the shadows. Jack yes, says, do you know goes, who it is? Uh, goes, yeah. Yes, James Bond, 007. Mm. Yes. <laughs> One of those girls that calls him Chems. <coughs> e yeah. EMS. Chems. Chems Bond. It's like how all the Americans call Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. Oh, I love the Americans. Uh, you know, there's an agency called Curtis Brown. Yes. And they go, what agent are you with? Uh, well, who's your representation? And you go, Curtis Brown. They go, oh, will you give my regards to Curtis? He's just not, not a person. Mm. It's like Anton Deck. They go, I know Anton. He's a great performer. Give him my regards. Anton Deck. They think it's a bloke, Anton Deck. <coughs> yeah, sure. Just like Anton, Anton Dibbeck. <laughs> yes. Mm. Um, um, yeah.
même joie, tout comme moi. Elle reviendra toujours me parler de ces quelques jours qui dormiront au fond de moi, tout comme un doigt. On a dû se dire adieu, peut-être un jour sous d'autres cieux, entendra du Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.